0: Hi, I'm Dr. Drew, and this is Dr. Drew After Dark. Please be advised that Dr. Drew After Dark may contain sexually oriented content and be unsuitable for young children. And welcome to another Dr. Drew After Dark. Uh, don't forget to send us those emails at drdrewafterdark@gmail.com, at gmail.com. And of course, the voice messages. We are very pleased that you continue to supply us with lots of great questions at 818. 818- 253 1693. Again, 818 253 1693. And uh, this is a very special Dr. Draft Dark Thank podcast. Uh, and a first for all you mommies out there, you get to meet Leanne Kreischer. Welcome, Leanne Kreischer. How Hi. are you?
1: Hi, I'm good. A L-
0: lot of excitement. You notice all the excitement here at the Dr. Draft <laughs> Dark podcast? Oh, Yeah, yes. I did. Oh, but
1: yes. I, not for me. You're a for...
0: huge <laughs> celebrity in the world of, of young mother. I don't know. Your mom's house.
1: Oh, that's so nice. Yeah.
0: So. You're, you're also, you're also though, somewhat of a mystery, so we're going to sort of <laughs> peel back the curtain a little bit on that mystery that is Leanne Kreischer, such as, uh, let's start, let's just start easy. Just breathe deeply. We're okay. all very excited. <laughs> We've got videos for you. We've got a whole thing lined up. So where'd you grow up?
1: I grew up in Bowden, Georgia and Atlanta, Georgia. Bowden is about uh, 45 miles west of Atlanta, uh-huh. 1,800 people.
0: And uh, that's sort of towards Buckhead that way or no, no, the other way?
1: It's straight between Atlanta and Birmingham. Okay. In the middle of
0: nowhere. what did you folks do?
1: My dad's a mechanic mm. and my parents divorced when I was seven. Before my parents divorced, my mom worked in a factory sewing mm. men's suits. Interesting. And then... Uh, so
0: real full like old-fashioned american labor jobs total blue yeah. collar yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: my dad's parents had a farm my mom's parents had a farm wow. big farms like 100 acre farms cattle
0: did they still have them when you were growing up
1: yeah my grandmother passed away three years ago still has the farm wow. my dad has it now crazy uh yeah so i worked on the farm a lot as a kid uh you know raised a calf every year for money and. Uh, It was really fun. But when my parents divorced, my mom moved to Atlanta to become a model. Mm. She was the highest paid model in Atlanta for about nine years. And she worked a lot in Italy. Um,
0: Crazy. How old was she?
1: She was an older model. Um, I guess by that time she was about 27.
0: Wow. Is that something she always wanted to do or?
1: Yeah, it was. You know, they kind of, they kind of have a cool, they were high school sweethearts. And my mom worked in this factory to pay my dad's way through vocational school Mm. to become a mechanic. And he opened his own shop. And then he said, you know, it's your turn. What do you want to do? Do you want to go back to college? What do you want to do? And she wanted to model. So he Uh sent her to Barbizon.
0: Is that why their relationship fell apart?
1: Uh, I I think it's part of it. Um, You probably don't know much about my history. A lot of the mommies might. But my mom has a personality disorder. So that's why it fell apart. Um, Borderline? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, she's very, very narcissistic. Mm-hmm. And she has a lot of sociopathic stuff, too.
0: Ooh, like, she's a sociopath.
1: Yeah, it was so fun to grow up like that. <laughs> no,
0: I imagine not. It was Was it sort of mommy no. dearest stuff? or
1: Yes, it was very mommy dearest. It was... Um, yeah, you know, she just divorced her sixth husband. Oh, is
0: I, she bipolar?
1: I don't know. Uh. She's never been diagnosed because there's nothing wrong with her.
0: Right, right. She's perfect. Well, that's the personality disorder. When you have personality exactly. disorder, it's the whole... It's me. It's the whole, I'm fine. The world is the problem. Right.
1: Well, I was the problem growing up. I'm only uh, child. Uh. So... Um,
0: you, you and I actually did discuss this one time. I think I, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, but keep going.
1: Um, but yeah, so that that's really why their relationship fell apart. Really.
0: So if I could up camera for a second. So if you wonder how she can put up with Bert Kreischer, here's <laughs> the found foundation. For this Bert is nothing compared to a sociopathic mom. Just, no,
1: just I, you are 100% right. Yeah. I, I, people constantly say to me, I don't know how you live with Bert. You must be the most patient person on the planet. And I'll tell you what, my mom got custody of me when I was seven. And the judge, I remember the judge saying at 13, you can choose where you want to live. And I went, tick tock, I just got to wait till I'm 13.
0: Then you went back to your dad. Yeah. And so for those six years, it was abusive and yelling. It was awful. Yelling. It was
1: so bad that our neighbor across the street uh, had my best friend, Becky, lived across the street from me in middle school, and they bought a big piece of land and built this brand new house, and her dad sat me down and said, we have built a room in your house, and we would like to legally adopt you Ooh, from your wow. mother. because
0: <laughs> they heard the yelling? Uh,
1: I think they heard the yelling. They heard the men coming in and out. They saw... I, I was really... Um, withdrawn when I was with her. And then when I was not with her, I was more relaxed and mm-hmm. more personable. So I, I really protected myself with her by not, not showing her any part of who I was.
0: Did you know you were doing that at the time?
1: Yes, I did. Yeah. I made a conscious choice, you yeah.
0: Did she physically abuse too, or?
1: Uh, well, I mean, she spanked me, but nothing. Nothing big. Nothing outside so, of sort of. So did mommy do? I,
0: I had a big dose of that too. Did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's
1: really hard when you become an adult, I think, because you have no modeling right for what's healthy I did in that my dad's a pretty sweet pretty um I don't mean simple as a bad thing I mean very kind of like what you see is what you get guy yeah and uh never left his hometown so I think going back to that every summer was really important
0: during those six years that's right and then you moved in with him after that that's right so it sort of saved you from some of the stress of all that
1: it did yeah
0: it's interesting. It, is, it interesting. is interesting. It is very interesting. And and it you kind of go into survival mode, but it does make you tolerant of a lot.
1: It makes you tolerant of a lot. And I think sometimes in an unhealthy way. Oh, tell us. Well, I mean, you know. I definitely, definitely have chosen in a lot of situations to put Bert's feelings or Bert's needs in front of my own, which is kind of what typical. You That's yeah. typical. Yeah. 100% Yeah. typical. And sometimes I know I'm doing it when I'm doing it and I get really upset with myself, mm-hmm. but it's hard sometimes to know what else to do or how to speak up for yourself because that was not you know, that was not okay.
0: Did you ever have any therapy or anything?
1: Oh, I've been in therapy for years. Yeah.
0: Did that help? Yeah. That oh, helped. yeah. It's yeah. helped a lot. Yeah. It's helped a lot. Before therapy, were you having a lot of anxiety and panic and that sort of thing or depression? No, uh, or...
1: I drank six days a week.
0: Oh, interesting. <laughs> I did not know that. I
1: did. I was a very heavy drinker. I started drinking when I was 13.
0: Oh, goodness. And I drank
1: until I was about 21. I think my 21st birthday, okay. I drank like a...
0: Bert Kreischer. Fifth of vodka. So yeah. did he, yeah. did he, were you drinking buddies at
1: first? I met Bert when I was 31, so I stopped drinking when I was 21. Ah. At 21, I had an enlarged liver and had yeah. lost my hair. Yeah. And, so um,
0: women, for the listeners, women get liver disease really easily from alcohol. Yeah.
1: It was bad. Seven times
0: the rate of men.
1: I didn't know that. Mm. You, um, you,
0: miss, you lack an enzyme in your stomach to break it down into something less, less toxic, so...
1: Well, at that point, I was like, so I'm, the, so the I'm off goes. in a ditch, right? My my health is off in a ditch. And I just want to be happy, and I don't know how to be happy. So I stopped everything. I stopped. Um, I had no relationships with men for like seven years. Not that I was super promiscuous. I was just like, I got to figure myself out. Mm-hmm. And I didn't drink anything for seven or eight years at all. And now I drink maybe one glass of wine a week. I just don't. I think I I medicated the trauma. Mm-hmm. And once I dealt with the trauma... The alcohol didn't mean anything for me.
0: Did you have trauma therapy?
1: No, I just went to therapy. Therapy, therapy.
0: So, okay, that's unusual. So, anybody else heavy drinking out there, don't get any ideas. It's it's (laughs) relatively unusual to stop on your own. It's unusual to have trauma therapy alone sufficient to stop the drinking. So,
1: I've always wondered about that because I've always thought i I don't think i I think at the time I was definitely headed to being an alcoholic. But maybe I, not.
0: Maybe may not. But you. But you have to really lose control. And it sounds like you were sort of in control, even though it was very heavy.
1: Well, I was arrested for drunk driving. Mm-hmm. I was vandalizing things. I was yeah, racing but, while drunk, racing cars. And... But
0: not. But that sounds like it was willful.
1: It was willful. Uh, yeah. Misbehavior. Yeah. 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 But yeah. So
0: no. okay, so make notes, everybody. Uh, Leanne, <laughs> Leanne the, the rebel, the wildling. Uh, she, she literally uh, yeah. she was uh, raised outside the the wall in the in the south. Uh, she's a wildling. Um,
1: I was a wildling. I never thought of that. I feel, I feel like, and was Bert Jon Snow? I'm not sure.
0: No, he's a wild. He's a.
1: <laughs> I'm not sure he's he Jon Snow. He might be a white walker,
0: but. But, <laughs> but, but, I, but I think he's a wildling, too. Uh, he yeah, might be
1: a wildling, much. too.
0: Yeah, it makes sense. The crazy and then red certainly, guy. Certainly your daughters sort yeah. of have wildling qualities, right?
1: One of them for sure.
0: That's Ginger, though. G- Georgia, rather.
1: No, well, no. Georgia. Georgia. said she was like Bert. She, here's the thing, before Bert became the machine, right, Mm -hmm. in college. Sorry about that, by the way. Sorry about what?
0: I was the one that made him tell that story publicly the first time.
1: No, 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 no. Sorry about that. We're all all glad about that. You know, he was really nervous to tell me that story really nervous to tell me that story it's so
0: funny he's nervous he's nervous to tell any story until he does then he tells everybody and He tells everybody right <laughs> from then on
1: I know I, I always say to him you have intimacy problems but not publicly
0: right right you well, have that's, no public so, intimacy problems so before we go to your daughters tell me about the intimacy problems when, when does that come up
1: when not with me oh no 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 not with me but like with with friends
0: like does he does he appreciate what you put up with
1: he does does he uh, call you a saint he does okay good uh you know he's really good at sending me a random postcard or letter telling me what i mean to him oh. the, the thing about bert is he there's shades of my mom in bert
0: shades of the of shades of the psychopathic mommy dearest well, mom well well we're gonna have to put a uh, wig on bert I know, right? and see how that comes across
1: No, really it's the narcissism
0: uh. right Bert's
1: narcissistic my mom's very narcissistic uh. So, yeah, but I, I,
0: but I would call Bert. Now, listen. This is a. I'm splitting hairs here a little bit, but I would call Bert more self preoccupied yes. than narcissistic. Yes, it's you're different. probably right. It is
1: very different yeah. because when I disagree with him, he doesn't feel like I'm threatening his life, wounding him, <laughs> <Yes>. yeah, <laughs> no, diminishing no, no,
0: no, no. him. He's not shame avoidant. No. In fact, shame seeking a little bit. Mm, yes, <laughs> so,
1: right. No, right. you're right. He's more self focused. Yeah.
0: yeah, And Self-pre- he knows he's that preoccupied. Self. He is very preoccupied. Yeah.
1: Almost OCD preoccupied. Yeah, with it's more
0: in that zone. Yes. Yeah.
1: And I think really, I'm probably the first person he dated that went, "Hey, snap out of it. Where where are you? What are you doing? You know." How did you meet? We uh, well, we have two different stories. Oh, he okay. met me apparently twice before I remember meeting him. Oh, that's interesting. Um, we met bowling. Uh, a f- mutual friend of ours brought him bowling, and we had separated into teams of couples and singles, and we were on the singles team. And when the bowling was over, I said to our mutual friend, hey, how about you give Bert my number? He's really fun. And I thought in my head, never marrying a comedian. No way. I mean, the inconsistency of everything. Yeah, yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah, Couple dates, we'll be friends forever because we got along really, really well, right? So Bert doesn't where, call me. Where was this? This was in Hollywood. Hollywood, this was, so um, you,
0: now you moved out here.
1: Oh yeah, I moved out here in 97. For? Uh, I was a writer, I wrote Screenplays.
0: Oh, interesting
1: um yeah i lived in new york first i uh-huh. had to get out of georgia uh-huh. i was like i got i wasn't happy in georgia yeah. so i moved to new york and then i moved here are you
0: still doing the writing
1: i'm not i'm okay. doing the mommy you're
0: going back to that do you think
1: i would like to okay um
0: so you're playing bowling you're bowling give the number
1: bowling give the number no call so i call our mutual friend and say what, what happened i'm like i'm a cute girl why didn't he call me and he says ask him yourself hands burnt the phone, oh. and I go, what's up, dude? I mean, we had a blast, why didn't you call me? And he literally was like, oh, uh, oh, uh, <laughs> uh, 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 uh." And I said, you know, if you ask me out, I'll say yes. I had this sense that he was terrified right, right. of me. Oh. Um, and he goes, well, do you wanna go out on a date? And I said, yeah, that'd be great. So we organized a time, apparently he hung up the phone, turned to our mutual friend and went, she just wants me for my body. <laughs> <laughs> now, at the time, he weighed 185 pounds. Right, he was really lean. So,
0: so it was not completely delusional. Not completely. As it now. Got it, not got completely.
1: It. Not present day Bert. <laughs> no. It was actually like really hot Bert. Mm. Oh, there so, was a hot Bert. There was a hot Bert. So he shows up to pick me up for the date, thinking this is like a booty call, right? And I'm dressed for a date. I'm a Southern girl. I'm uh, dressed like for a date. Uh, and he had a panic attack in the car. Uh-huh his shoes were too tight and he couldn't keep his shoes on. We went to dinner and he could—he kept wiggling and I was like, what's going on? And he was like, I gotta take my shoes off, I'm so sorry. Did not eat a single bite.
0: He was nervous.
1: Would not let me leave the date. The date went on forever. He kept going, okay, let's go one more place and have dessert. Okay, let's just go one more place and have one more drink. Okay, let's just go to Ralph's and pick up a 12 pack and go to your place. <laughs> and I was like, dude, the date's over. <laughs> And then 9.30 the next morning, he called me, and this was his line, it's so cheesy. He called me and he'd go, so, what are you doing this noche? <laughs> <laughs> and I'd go, well, this noche, I'm going to yoga. How about you? He's like, yeah, I'll go to yoga, I'll go to yoga. So he's, he, every day he called me every single day at 9.30 in the morning. Wow. What are you doing tonight? What are you doing tonight? What are you doing tonight?
0: Wow.
1: Yeah, so that's how it started.
0: Well, it doesn't sound like it started. It started and, it, and hooked right there.
1: It started, well, you know, I wasn't super hooked in the beginning. I was like, oh, he's really fun. He's really cute. Again, Wait, was two this weeks now? Now, whatever. by the
0: way, you with the compliance, you know, compliance because of your mom, were you compliant with the 930 stalking? Were you just sort of going with it? Really I thought
1: I, No, I thought it was kind of cute. Okay. Uh, right. You know, for once in so, Hollywood, someone let you know how they felt. Okay. That's what I felt. Okay. That he he can't help himself. He's so excited okay. to talk to me. Okay. And that was refreshing. You know, at that point I was 31 and I'd been dating guys for, you know, years. Yeah. And that didn't really happen. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, he's really sincere. You know, and then if he would not, he you know, I think, I think I, I, I think I was more than he was expecting, you know, because I wouldn't let him get off the hook with his like I'm a cool guy. Shit
0: oh, right away, he,
1: right away, yeah. And I don't think we've
0: not known right that bird. Tell us about that. The bird. cool guy shit. No, the cool guy.
1: What are when you I doing? This cool no, Jay.
0: That is a bird I've never seen. <laughs> And when I think of cool guys, I think of some of the guys on our videos. So I'm sure he's not that cool guy. No, 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 So what kind of cool guy was he?
1: He just, you know, was too cool to call me his girlfriend. And I was like, dude, you call me at 930. It's like a frat every... boy? Yeah, like frat boy. No. Yeah.
0: Thank God he got over that.
1: Well, I said to him, I'm 31. This is not my first rodeo, dude. You can't be saying stuff like, this is my girl I'm hanging out with. Mm-mm. Either I'm your girlfriend or I'm not. How, how long
0: into the 9.30 a.m.? How many 9.30 a.m. calls before you had that talk with him?
1: Probably like a month. Okay. We're like, this is... Uh, you're yeah,
0: hanging out now, yeah. We're, uh, yeah, for real.
1: If you're calling me at 9.30 in the morning, you like me. Yeah. So why are you bullshitting? There, I don't have any room for that. Yeah. Um. And so I think he went, oh, okay. And then we... <laughs> he probably won't like this conversation. Oh, but, I can't wait. Uh. <laughs> I had a lot of girlfriends, right? And I'm a pretty powerful girl, you know, Mm -hmm. and my girlfriends are pretty strongly opinionated and Mm -hmm. he's pretty frat boy. And Mm -hmm. we went to the LA County Fair with a bunch of my girlfriends Mm -hmm. and he uh, made an ass of himself at dinner.
0: What? Um, Yes. What did he
1: do exactly? We got in a conversation somehow about uh, lifting a girl's skirt like sneaking behind a girl and lifting their like, skirt. Like
0: how crazy that is that somebody like, would do that?
1: Like how offensive that is for a girl yeah. to have their skirt lifted, like in public, you know. Trying like to in figure out school.
0: how that conversation got going. But the really was there, so I'll just take my cue. I
1: don't from remember that. who started it, but he was like, Oh, girls just totally overreact, it's no big deal. And so this table full of women were, you know, oh, of course pull like out
0: their machine guns. <gasps> <Yeah. laughs>
1: Hashtag me too. Uh, and and he just dug in on this topic and was going to win this argument about how girls overreact to stuff like that and I was like dude you're the wrong guy for me
0: oh I can't
1: do this I need a break
0: oh wow
1: I need a break right there at the
0: table how no long?
1: no that night we got home I waited I, again being southern you don't do anything like that in public yeah, sure we got home and I was like I need a break I can't really hang out with somebody who says it's okay for me to be kind of you know
2: aggressively abused, yeah. violated yeah. in
1: public. If it's not sexual, it's personal. Yeah. You know, I'm not okay with that. So we need a break. <laughs> and I think that's when he figured out um, he needed to get his act together.
0: That was the end of frat boy. Bert. I think
1: that was the end.
0: Wow. Yeah. Well, thank you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for putting an end to
0: that. My pleasure. I, yeah. Well done. Because uh, we would not be, we would not know Bert Kreischer if he stayed that guy.
1: No, I don't yeah. think you would have. No. No.
0: Yeah, interesting. Because he's when I first met him, I can't remember when that was. That was not the guy I met.
1: No, and you know that's not the guy he was really. Mm -hmm. I saw the guy he was really, and kept going. Why are you being this other person? Mm -hmm. I don't understand this facade. Uh, No, this is me. This is really me, and it's actually not. Because if you're saying I'm not your girlfriend, but you're calling me at nine thirty, your behavior is lying. What you're saying. And if you're, you have two sisters who you adore and your mom who you adore and you're telling me lifting a girl's skirt is a girl overreacting, they don't match. So I actually believe the way you behave. I don't believe what you're saying.
0: And what would he, how do you respond? Uh, uh, blah, blah, oh, I bet, yeah, just a
1: bunch of, you know, Bert shuffle, you know, the okay. old Bert shuffle. <laughs> and then he comes back, he always, this is one great quality about Bert is he's very self-reflective.
0: He'll come back around.
1: He comes back and he goes, I see what you're saying. That makes sense.
0: Of course, because he's always thinking about himself. He's always thinking about himself.
1: (laughs) Always, always. So when
0: you raise something about himself, he's going to think about it. He
1: does think. He obsesses over it.
0: That's good. That's the OCD. It's all good. It
1: is. And then he self-corrects. I mean, like after that evening, he brought flowers to all of my friends with written apologies. Wow. And then made me a mixtape of all the music that reminded him of me. And when I finally showed up at his house he was in the shower drinking slim fast and crying ah. <laughs> so i knew that he really loved me <laughs> oh,
0: please get me some sort of video reenactment of Bert drinking slim fast sh- crying in the shower yeah he couldn't come on he
1: couldn't really he couldn't really he couldn't really eat
0: oh my god
1: because i had left him for How? four whole days four
0: days <laughs> had you had previous long-term
1: relationships? Yes.
0: And it was any like this in any way? No. How how are they different?
1: I was always the, of the two, the more uh, colorful person. He was definitely the most colorful person I ever dated. I had this favorite uncle who had passed, who was very colorful, like Bert. And I didn't really think, you know, you don't think, oh, I fell in love with my uncle. But a lot of times I go, oh, you know, that's something that one favorite guy loved him. I was always so drawn to his personality. Mm-hmm. And Bert has a similar personality. I was dating these like, you know, three-piece soup guys. Right. You know, really safe guys. Yeah. And I think, you know, my dad, the my simple, sweet dad, when I was in my early 20s said to me, you know, I was complaining because all my girlfriends were getting engaged and they were getting married and they were having kids and no one ever asked me out or I was, you know, three months in and I'm bored and my dad oh, said... Oh,
0: you you're the one that got bored.
1: Oh, I got bored. Oh, yeah. yeah. Was like that.
0: Yeah. So my well, dad... Uh, so th- I think that's more the issue because it's impossible to get bored with Bert.
1: Impossible. <laughs> well, my dad said to me in my 20s, he was like... You, oh, honey, you're not going to get married for a long time. Yeah. You're going to have to find somebody really special because you get yeah, bored too fast. Yeah, but you didn't think fast. it
0: was this kind of special? No, it's
1: a little more special than I bargained <laughs> for, I have so... to say. A lot of days I go, what was I thinking? <laughs> I mean, seriously, this was...
0: Very special. Very special. So we're back to your daughters, yeah. who are... I, I, I find them nothing but delightful whenever I've been... Oh, thank them. you. I mean, really like... they They seem like exceptional girls to me.
1: Thank you. Yeah.
0: There's... Though they have to survive... Bert. Uh, And I don't mean as dad. I mean... As the persona. uh, Some of the stuff he discusses about them in public and things. Which he told me, one of the things that stood up from my last interview with him, he was saying how Isla finally watched one of his interviews and she thought all he said was like nice stuff about about her.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And uh, she discovered that no, not so much. How's she doing with that?
1: She's okay. You know, I think okay is a broad term overall she's okay but she doesn't like that her dad is known now she doesn't like the fame no No. she doesn't like that Mm. she doesn't like that she's known we had some podcasts people show up to do a podcast and um they asked to take pictures with isla Mm. and that really bothered her it really bothered me first of all but it really bothered her yeah um
0: it's funny, I had the same exact experience, experience with my kids. You did? Yeah, where we asked them to do some stuff, then they resented it later. I'm like, well, you, we could have
1: told them. We didn't know. We we're, right. were
0: just going through our business. And,
1: right. Yeah, yeah, it's a crazy world. And we've tried to kind of, from the very beginning, when we first had Georgia, Bert and I talked about how this is going to work because obviously the nature of a comedy is you're on the road. So I was like, I think the only way this is going to work is if you are really just a dad when you show up at home. Mm -hmm. You know, you're just plugged in, Mm -hmm. you go to softball, you make dinner, you pick up, drop off. Not homework, but... Oh,
0: he's not into homework. Oh,
1: he's dyslexic as (laughs) fuck. So so no, no homework.
0: Wait wait a second. Bert is dyslexic as fuck and his wife is a screenwriter.
1: Yep. Who do you think helped him write his book? (laughs) <laughs> oh, no wow. he wrote every word yeah. but i edited you it
0: you made it sensible
1: i was like that's not a complete sentence can we start that sentence over i get what you're saying okay. but you've said the word that five times oh, in one oh my, sentence oh so God, can you just so take funny. four of the five that's out that'd be awesome uh, but anyway um i think for isla for the fame uh for uh, the stories um I don't really completely know i'm finding my way through parenting that yeah you know because we are discovering that both bert and i are a lot more open than our kids about a lot of things well that's
0: kids are always opposite whatever you are essentially are they pretty much i mean they'll take on some of your stuff but they'll they'll define themselves against you let's put it that way that's does interesting. That makes sense. Yes, it yeah, does. Of course, your stuff will be—you'll adopt it, and it's—it affects them in some way. But, but they tend to kind of push against stuff the parents are doing. That makes sense.
1: Yeah. Um, we're finding our way with that with Isla because we thought Isla would have no problem because, um, personality-wise, she is a lot. She's very similar to Bert, mm-hmm. um, and as far as her her persona and what she presents, she's not wired like Bert. You know, Bert's kind of fragile in his wiring. And that's more Georgia. So
0: can you describe for us any speaking of his fragility, any times in which you learned new things about him, like new insights, new aha moments with him,
1: Um, good good or bad? Yeah, he's, uh, you know, he's very perceptive as as self focused as he is. He is really perceptive and he has he's a very good judge of people. And a lot of times he will see things I don't see. I'm a pretty good judge too because I grew up watching my mom's behavior so closely to figure out how to manage life Yes, that I'm really good at that with people in general. Yes. But he a lot of times will see things I don't see. And I'm a glass half full person and he's, he can go glass half empty really fast. Mm-hmm. And sometimes glass half empty is accurate mm-hmm. and I don't see it. So a lot of times that happens. He is... And has always been, um, like uh, he he can see the future of this industry hmm. before it happens. Wow. I've been really impressed being with him seventeen years now. What he sees as what's coming next and it happening hmm. that amazes me.
0: What do he see coming next? Do you talk about it?
1: Um, about everything being online and so,
0: so it's all video and yeah, all this stuff. So
1: networks going away and everything being streamed.
0: And how much does he really drink? A lot. Now, you mentioned before the mics heated up that he was looking to st- set up a new studio. Yes, but he has some criteria.
1: Yes, <laughs> yes. It has to be walking distance from our house because because he drinks on his podcast uh, and he wants to be able to walk home. Oh, no Ubers or skateboard, skateboard
0: or skateboard home. And skateboard. he's gonna he's gonna break his head open <laughs> on a skateboard.
1: You know, he's surprisingly How old. Is he? He well, you know, it depends. Mentally, emotionally, I'm just, physically, I'm
0: physically, because that's what the skateboard is gonna
1: yeah i don't know he's he's mickey mantle i'm pretty impressed by that gene
0: the the alcohol gene
1: well that and the ability to like run a marathon with no training and oh, yeah, you that. know all that yeah yeah shit he does where i go i can't even walk up the stairs without training half the time but he hasn't
0: actually lost control right because he was able to stop occasionally he still stops
1: you know, this is the confusing thing about his um alcoholism quote whatever
0: it is i'm not convinced yet by the I'm way i'm not convinced yeah.
1: either because when he stops he just doesn't drink yeah and he doesn't really have he doesn't sweat he doesn't shake he doesn't
0: well that's that's that. neither here nor there but but if he can stop and not be preoccupied and not take no, something else and no sort of stop for a while
1: yeah he does but it's not often
0: and he goes back he always yeah goes back.
1: it's not often it was obviously sober october but Other than that, he'll have a week or two here where he doesn't drink anything. And I don't even really notice it. Mm. You know, I don't notice a difference in his personality. How about
0: flying? Is that still a thing? Yeah. So he has to drink for flying still?
1: I think that's an excuse. But yeah, (laughs) I've told him that myself. I think it's bullshit. I think if he can white knuckle it once, he can do it over and over again. As as
0: long as we're bringing up his drinking. So uh, treadmill and a box of wine, those things things go together for you?
1: No, No, not for me. no, 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 no. Not really for him either.
2: Really? Nah. No. Didn't, didn't he used to do that?
1: Yeah, no. I think that was Millie, you no. Know,
2: that I, was just
0: for. Court. I think that was for
1: Instagram. All right, for
2: that was court. just for the video. Got it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All,
0: right. All right. Now, the, the boys here are very excited because they think they're <laughs> going to learn something about birds. So, okay. So what secrets do you have? What can you divulge about him? It either just, we don't have to, doesn't have to be stuff we could use against him, just stuff we don't know. Uh, but if it's stuff we can use against him, so much the better.
1: Well, he's a really big slob. Um, You probably could have figured that out. But he does this thing.
0: He uses a squatty potty, if I remember right. He
1: does use a squatty potty.
0: Because I, I, um, I used your guy's bathroom once. Yes, he is
1: obsessed with a squatty potty.
0: He's obsessed with the squatty oh, potty.
1: Oh, he can't potty without the squatty does potty. Does
0: he travel with the squatty potty?
1: No, but we do have a travel squatty potty. That
0: is something we did not know.
1: We do have one. That's we useful
0: information, Leah. You, you need to understand. <laughs> Knowing that he travels with a squatty potty. No,
1: he doesn't. But oh, he, he doesn't. has the ability to, which then relieves him of the stress. I see. You see? Because it's possible. It's
0: possible. That's hmm.
1: the way he works like things have to be possible
0: okay yeah. not
1: necessarily happen um he <laughs> uses <laughs> he cleans his ears out with q-tips and he mm-hmm. thinks it's really funny to put them in odd places so we find them later like oh. on the door jam uh, that's nice uh like uh he puts some like in my daughter's nightstand so she ever put them is, in like, their cereal disgusting. or anything weird? no nothing no, like that nothing terrible no, nothing no. with food are you mm-hmm. kidding i'm just saying
0: <laughs> you know he's going to rupture his eardrum doing that <laughs> That's going to happen.
1: I don't know. He does it every day. It's you go- should see him do it. He is, does, is, He is makes the, this face.
0: Is the leading cause of.
1: <laughs> and he, he uses one side, and two q-tips at the same time, and same face every day. I call it his work face because he also does that when he's doing anything with a tool.
0: Will you please take a picture? Of that put it on Instagram. <laughs> please please
1: for God. I will either. next time he uses a tool. Okay, yeah, for sure. No,
0: no, he the, the, the thumbnail yeah oh the, of me no no no, no. Of, of i want him with the q-tips oh with the full, q-tips the full
1: thing. yes i can do that for the, you.
0: the full monty um no the q-tips are the leading cause of uh, ruptured eardrums in the country
1: well maybe that's why he can't and hear me when i'm talking
0: maybe maybe he's actually already done it does he have any other uh disabilities other than not being able to hear his wife
1: and dyslexia and dyslexia um and anxiety
0: anxiety and ocd and, and he's alcohol. a catastrophe thinker oh yeah
1: um yeah, I get a lot of his catastrophe thinking. I think he presents himself to the world very, not very differently, but somewhat differently than what's actually going on completely inside. So his
0: anxiety gets dumped on you. Yes. Women love that. I don't. No, they don't love it. <laughs> I they, don't. They, women can't, ha- they don't like that.
1: I don't like that. No, them. I know.
0: Women don't like it at all. They, and no. uh, I've found that to be true.
1: Well, we joke all the time that he's 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 the female and I'm the male. Oh. Because I'm pretty much the same human all day every day
0: now let's get back to our show well he told me a story Uh-oh. we have a little video Uh-oh. of where you it's sort of pertinent to that topic oh really it's in a sexual environment
1: oh, okay. where you were
0: being very sort of matter of fact and he was yeah. very sensitive and feminine
1: yeah he's very sensitive
0: may, may i play it for
1: you sure i Wait, saw it i think yeah.
0: Um, so, I'm about to have an orgasm, mm-hmm. and as she
3: sees it into my face, she just starts giggling and goes, Oh, look at him. <laughs> oh, and it took it away. It didn't, ha- I mean, I, I had the stuff came out, but the actual orgasm oh! went away. I was like, Whoa, what the fuck did you just do? So then the Wait, next so, sort of like baby mommying you a little bit. <laughs> I don't even know. It's the way she talks to my dick. Like, if she sees my what? dick, she goes, Oh, little guy. What? Yeah, she doesn't, she's not, yeah, she doesn't look at my dick and go, Whoa, look at Thundercock. <laughs>
1: Well, yeah. So good. Well, you know, the thing about talking about sex, people ask me all the time why I quote, let him like I could stop him. Yeah. But we right. all have sex. Yeah, it's yeah. not like no, no. married people don't have sex no, and, no. It's and it's don't do fine. stupid stuff like go, Oh, little guy, look at that little guy. But I only say that like when he's showering, not when we're having sex. I would never say that when we're having sex. Is he's it not warm, little. Warm
0: water or cold?
1: <laughs> Either. Okay. He's pretty little. <laughs> <laughs> when he's not you in that environment. This,
0: this is going to be on all, all the Twitter feeds. This, this is what they're going to. Oh, for I don't most. care. Okay, whatever. All right. It's all good.
1: Everybody's married. Everybody's mm, seen little that guy. Oh, that little guy.
0: Um, well, while we're watching Bert, let's let's look at a couple other videos here. Let's. Um, I
1: knew you would show that because when I watched it, I went, "Oh shit!"
0: It was my favorite part of the show. It was yeah, because it was so vulnerable and it was so funny. Yeah. So everybody can like relate to it. He is really. very
1: vulnerable yeah. in that time. He's very fragile. And I didn't mean it as a condescending. Like I didn't mean it. You like understand? Mommy. For for
0: every male on earth, the comedy is that he lost his <laughs> orgasm. We don't
1: care
2: what you do. <laughs> right, what you right, did right. Was perfectly reasonable. I didn't mean for him
1: to do that. <laughs>
2: he, I wasn't he trying. Hit an orgasm without a climax. It's <laughs> <crazy>. <laughs> so this next one is uh, Bert's view on unassisted sleeps and how he thinks oh. both Yulian and Drew are aliens for being. <laughs> to oh, I <laughs> see. She's I kind of
3: person that at the end okay. of the night can turn off the lights. This is going to sound so sociopathic to you turn off the lights turn off the TV no drugs no alcohol get in bed and close your eyes like a fucking Mormon just like well that's it for me I'm done thinking I can do that too. Oh, f- what the fuck's wrong oh, with you I people? Know, know. <laughs> You're done thinking? That's when I start thinking. That's when my brain's like, let's talk about the diseases we think we have. We're pretty sure we're developing
0: a baby arm because we have ALS.
1: <laughs> this is actually what happens in his brain a lot.
0: Does he, Does I know, I get it. He's, he's got, he's to catastrophizing and the anxiety and stuff. Yes. Does he actually bring up diseases and stuff to you? Yes. Oh no. You got to call me when that starts. Oh, Seriously, it happens. I can, I can bail you out of that in a second. You know
1: what's So funny. This was a learning curve in our marriage. Okay. Remember, Remember, I grew up on a farm. Yeah. Remember, like my dad shattered his thumb with a jackhammer and splinted it himself and never went to the doctor. I mean, like, that's who I grew up with. He is a, an alien to me in the way that he manages his coping, which is almost non existent. So when something happens, like um, <laughs> he had a spot on his face right here.
0: A spot, like a zit? Just,
1: no, no, it was like a dry patch yeah. in his beard. Yeah. And I was like, it's a dry patch in your beard, just shave your beard. Yeah. He's like, it's definitely cancer, <laughs> for 100% his skin cancer. I'm like, dude, it doesn't even look remotely like anything I've ever seen I, I to be- I
0: command that getting... you call me when these things get going. But, I, I insist.
1: But I'll say to him, just get over it in the beginning of our marriage. And that was far worse than saying, why don't you just go have it checked out? So,
0: okay, so let me get this straight. So you used to say, "Hey, dude, get over it. Yeah, just get and, over and it. It's no would, big deal. Would you get angry at that or just uh, escalate?"
1: It would escalate, escalate the anxiety. and I was um I was discounting his feelings. <laughs> and i was um, not validating oh what was going on for him oh and God. we've had this conversation a lot as what we've been to married Crusher? is i keep saying but i'm like the voice of reason if you know yourself to be this spiraling catastrophe thinking obsessive compulsive tornado tornado yeah. then what do you want from me would you like me to jump in the tornado and intensify it yeah. or do you want me to kind of calm it down yeah yeah And I think he really wants me to intensify it. And I just can't do that. Mm. I think that's very unhealthy. Now, I don't want to discredit how he's feeling. I don't
0: think he wants to intensify it.
1: I (laughs) think he does. Sometimes. Because he gets really angry when I go. Is
0: that gratifying in some way? I don't know. No, next time you just go call Drew. He'll talk, ask, ask him.
1: Like, <laughs> I'll see, do that. Seriously, just go call Thank Drew. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you sure? Well, this if this he is how it, bad he is. If
0: he does it more than about three times, he'll, we'll have a talk.
1: Okay, this is how Trust bad me. he is. I have this great doctor that I love, I've had forever. When we first started dating, he was like, I guess I need to get like a regular general practitioner. I called her ahead of time and said, listen,
0: I'm going to give you this guy,
1: <laughs> but just so as you know,
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I would appreciate it. He'd said, be on Call. the
1: phone all the time. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, so, but it will give me an opportunity to straighten him out a little bit. You know, if he, if he calls more than about three times, then we will have another kind of talk.
1: I would it, love it, that. Yeah. Really. That would be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No problem. Okay.
2: I'm good at that stuff. All right, this, uh, this next clip is about uh, how Bert uh, deals with his reward system. Okay, this is, oh, the, this is the other favorite oh, part of
1: oh, that, of that oh, interview oh, for oh, me. This it's, is why he's not an alcoholic. He's a reward system person.
3: He's treats. I, I have a problem with treats. Like, I need treats. I always want treats. I can't live a life without treats. (laughs) Like, like if I, that's, it's making white a treat, a hardcore treat. Okay. And, and sometimes after I make white, uh, (laughs) I get depressed knowing I can't make white immediately again.
1: So so my, my
3: treat has been taken away for me, from me. Fuck it. I'm going to (laughs) drink.
1: Yeah. This is another ongoing issue we've worked with Uh, in our marriage is, um, treats. The treats, and sometimes. Are, the, are you a treat? I am a treat. Yeah,
0: yeah. And Making
1: white so, is a treat with me.
0: Yeah, but I also I get that he's because he's compulsive. We can't just do it once. We got to like.
2: <laughs> no, no, no. That's
1: no. that's not it so much okay, as, right. it, uh, it, the joke used to be, the way the treat would work best for him is if I were nude on the floor at the threshold of the front door. So when when he walked in from being on the road, he could just. Have sex with me, like in the front door. and he and he pretty much said that's right.
0: well, you understand for 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 most men, that's right, except they know never to say that. <laughs> they, well, know, they know but, never to say anything like that,
1: I guess, but yeah. he also, but most men don't travel every week so right. then think that every you know monday at noon when i get off this plane yeah, it, yeah. and then i feel like every monday at noon no matter what's happening i'd better be you know ready, ready. cuz i i used to joke and say uh, i'm the bunny he's the bear mm-hmm. and the minute he walks in i'm like ah! <laughs> oh my God, I'm just going to hide behind the furniture for about 20 minutes so he can calm down. That's all I feel like. And he just bats me around the room until I go, fine, let's just get this reward over with so I can enjoy does this he, in a couple he go, days.
0: Does he badge going, treat, 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 treat? <laughs> yes,
1: pretty much. Oh my God. Oh my <laughs> but God. But I'm not bored. I think,
0: I think we need to do a reality show where we just run cameras in your house. <laughs> That's it. It's, it's, we can edit it oh, together. Oh, no. He's
1: an interesting fella, that guy. What's the wildest
0: pleasure. treat he's ever given himself or you've ever given him?
1: Um, uh, okay. Well, I'm sure it's something sexual.
0: Those are, the, those, that, those are the best treats.
1: For him, I think so. He has a treat he hasn't given himself, but he keeps saying he wants to give himself, and that is a Harley Davidson.
0: Oh. And his uh. wife... Yeah, I know.
1: Veto. Yeah, so, I'm, I'll veto it with you. I'm not He won't. That.
0: I don't think he'd survive a Harley.
1: I don't think he would either, yeah. even though he's had the lessons.
0: Oh, please. <laughs> oh.
1: I mean, no. I don't I don't know if he's wired for that really. I think he thinks he is, but I'm not sure. But no. um, the biggest treat he's ever given himself, you know, he did give himself a big treat. He went on a big trip trip with ari and steve renazizi and a couple guys to go snow skiing recently and they had a blast that's cool and he kept saying this was my best treat because you know another part of bert is that he is really he really is kind of a white picket fence guy Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um where he really feels like if he has downtime, he should be with the family yeah and I have said for years, but you need you need you time, too. Like, yeah. you can't just be working and then just come home and be dad and then working and then dad. Sometimes you need to just go blow off steam that has nothing to do with anything. Yeah, yeah. And he finally did that this yeah. year. And he was like, oh, that's what I'm is, talking about.
0: Is it exhausting to be his wife?
1: Sometimes it is. Hmm. Um, it is extremely rewarding. Hmm. Um, he is um, a really generous human being even though he is self-focused. Let's not get
0: to that yet. Let's, let's, oh, no? Okay, let's but he is. He is. No, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. But
1: sometimes it is hard. Um, when he gets in that tornado yeah. of catastrophe thinking and panic, yeah. it is exhausting. And sometimes he gets um, I joke all the time and say, uh, if I could just put a baby Bjorn on and put him in it, he'd be really happy. Mm-hmm. And I'm not that person. Mm-hmm. I, I'm really kind of an introvert that's really social. So, I kind of need you're sh-
0: you're shy, but but you're able, you can navigate skillfully socially
1: I just yeah. i I recharge my batteries by being by myself, yeah, yeah, like you know, going for a walk, go for a hike, take a bath, by myself. Mm. Um, and then I go reconnect with people, but if I'm with people too long, I start getting really cranky. yeah, yeah, and he literally would like unzip my chest and crawl inside when he comes home and just stay there. And yeah. then some days I'm like, Dude, I just need, I need to like I'm gonna walk the dogs. How about that? Oh, I'll come with you. And I'm like, shit! I just wanted just 15 minutes. It's, and called,
0: it's called escaping Bert Kreischer. It's your new well, that's your new it's really, screenplay. That's your first screenplay. All
1: right? Escaping Burt. You have Bert. To go back. He is really intense in every way. So what, Bert? I know. So after a long period of intensity, I, I need like
0: he's seemed quiet. even more intense lately. Am I, Am I? is that true?
1: Yes, it is true. Yeah. Um, I think the perpetual motion of this past tour yeah. has got him on a real intense train. Yeah, um, yeah. When he comes home, we have a group of friends we do a lot with. He wants to be everybody together every day. And mm. I'm like, oh, we, it's a school night, dude. Yeah. We can't do that every day, but that's what he would like. Everything really intense. And I don't really know what that's about. There's no rest for him lately.
0: Yeah, he's just, he's sped. It's like his engine's just turned on a higher it speed. It is. Yeah.
1: And he's not resting. Yeah. The unassisted sleeping is not really happening. No. Because he's so... Is he
0: taking something to sleep?
1: A glass of wine?
0: Uh, but he's doing that all day, so that...
1: No, not all day. Uh. He doesn't drink all day. Okay. He starts at, like, when we start cooking dinner. Okay. So he drinks while he cooks dinner. Does and... his
0: personality change when he drinks? No. Same same bird. Now. Uh, let's go. I want to flip to can we uh, you guys into Bert's dad? Yeah, I thought this was really interesting.
2: Okay. Um. Yeah. One second. Yeah. Or
0: do you want to? Would you rather go in order? It's okay with me either way. Yeah. 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 Let's let's uh, go in order. Yeah. Let's go in order. Okay.
2: So, so this next one, uh, Leanne, maybe you have some more uh, stories that you could elaborate with.
1: Okay. My heart skips
3: that? if a celebrity walks in the room. My heart skips a beat, and I am impulsive, and I can't. I can't... Who, who would you actually fool, make a fool of yourself in front of? Uh, who? Name any... Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt. We'd drive you hit. crazy. That'd be crazy. Oh, but The Rock, down. The Rock. Oh, yeah. <laughs> The Rock. This no is... women. Mm, no, oh, that's interesting. I fuck.
1: Misogyny I mean, I like, I'm sure if I... <laughs>
3: not, but I don't have like... I don't... Vestiges I, of the, it, of it, the, there's of the a Pure... Th- ah, this is going to sound really fucked up. Here we go. There's a pure thing with me if I if I see another male celebrity there's a pure thing going on where they know I'm not trying to fuck them they know there's no oh, edginess I'm, just, I'm a fan you just I'm admire them yeah
2: so okay. are there any stories Leanne where uh where you've seen Burt in public approach someone to just kind of bro down with
1: oh huh, that's a good question I I...
2: Did,
0: I did I tell him where I made a fool of myself with the Shits Creek cast did I... no I think, I
1: think you might oh yeah. yes you did in this yeah. episode yeah
0: yeah because that's what occurred to me. is I, I, I've done that. I've been an idiot of myself.
1: Oh, I've done it too. Yeah, I've done it one time. It was embarrassing. Um, but uh, you know, I'm another interesting thing about a relationship. I don't hang out with him like socially in that circle, so anywhere we would meet anybody. Like he goes to the store. All I've never been, never seen him at the store. <laughs> you know, we just, I'm just. We're just like an old married couple, and he goes to the bank, which happens to be the comedy store. Right. Tour, but you know? but
0: I mean, it, that's sort of what happens when you have kids the age your kids are. Yeah. You're, you're home centric or you're softball, baseball, whatever, yeah, in yeah. school. Everything is, it really revolves around the kids. Yeah. So that makes sense.
1: So I don't know if I. I... I know he geeked out once when he was out of town and we saw The Rock and he made <laughs> us video. What do you
0: think? Let's go deep on He loves The Rock. Why? What do you think that is?
1: I think that um, The Rock had this thing where he was trying to inspire people to be better people. Do you yeah, remember that? yeah, yeah. Bert really liked that. He really okay. thought that was very kind of noble, that he's this big guy and he cares enough about other people to go, hey, we could all be great and here's what you need to do. Bert has that little bone in him where he wants everybody to be their it, best it, self. Now, I, I,
0: I'm sort of, I, I, I'd say I'm a fan of The Rock. I'm yeah. Bird, but, I, but some of the stuff he does, you know, I've had Blessed Day. Everything's blessed, yeah, yeah, blessed, yeah. blessed, blessed. It's like, mm, all right, <laughs> dude. It's like,
1: really? <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know. You know, Bert has a little flair for drama. Okay. So he likes uh, even so, that part. He yeah. likes all that. Likes and, all that.
0: And, uh, and is he like jealous of how Rock looks? Or, no. or was he jealous of the wrestling career? Did he want to wrestle?
1: Bert is probably the least jealous person I know. Now he'll go, "Why can't I? I my look like shit. You know, look at the Rock. I look like shit. Yeah. Like that. Yeah, but yeah. not like I wish I had that. Yeah. Just comparing himself and saying I'm a loser. Mm. He does that more than saying I wish I had what someone else had. Right. You know, and
0: and he did never was he into wrestling as like a kid or anything.
1: Oh, he's from Florida.
0: Oh, so he's into wrestling. Oh.
1: Rasslin, yeah.
0: Oh no. Oh, uh, what hardcore, what yeah. what else? Other sort of white trash stuff is he into? Uh, he <laughs> no, was no no offense to the wrestling. No horse. no
1: hey, I am from that. Yeah yeah.
0: Uh, is he in NASCAR? We don't know. No,
1: him. he's not okay. in NASCAR. He was really into wrestling. Um
0: But WWE type stuff. Like yeah yeah. Go, he'd go to WrestleMania and all. No, I stuff?
1: don't. Oh no, his dad's too. No, his okay. dad's too white collar for that. Oh, no, right, right, right. but he he's an interesting. He's an interesting person that came out of his parents who you know her parents are very his mother is very like old money like had servants in her house oh. like ha dad had a helicopter you know oh. and then uh, dad is a lawyer discuss
0: the mom what, what, does she work or she
1: she was a school teacher forever now she is like some accreditor for a big like child care national child care center um oh my god so yeah but i don't know how he came out of those two people how, i mean were there other
0: siblings i forget
1: two sisters they're yeah. younger than he is Uh, and uh, his youngest sister is very similar to Bert much worse I'd say much worse anxiety Mm. than Bert Mm -hmm. but really successful in her field and Mm. they're both really sweet sweet girls but
0: interesting you know
1: he never wore a shirt he wore speedos all the time and moccasins oh he lived in speedos all he wore when he was a kid
0: speedos speedos you guys know what speedos are right
1: well, he wears them all the time now as an adult. What?
0: I thought that was just a joke. I no.
1: Thought. Oh, no. The first time we went camping, we went to camp. What? C- yes. He wore a Speedo for four days straight, slept in it. every, it had like sweat rings on it. It Ugh. was disgusting. But he was like, this is where I'm most comfortable. I think he might have sensory processing stuff because he can't wear shoes. Yeah, he can't tuck in, button up. Can't. That's why he wears like baggy pants and baggy t-shirts. I, I, I mean,
0: how, how restraining is a bathing suit compared to a speedo?
1: Good question. I I don't have anything down there to restrain. Has anybody so ever
0: addressed the speedo habit with him? Like, do you ever notice when you walk around the beaches in California, you're the only one with a speedo, Bert? Well,
1: I, I don't think he does, minds that.
0: Does he wear it on the beaches?
1: Yeah, <gasps> with our kids. Ah! Always has. Oh, your
0: daughter's not going to allow that to continue.
1: They're uh, not going uh, yeah, to allow yeah, it. Maybe not. Maybe not. Now that we're in teenage years, Oh, maybe not, it is but... going to
0: be odd. I can't wait for that conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. He tried to get Speedo to like um, sponsor him. He, I understand he, yeah. that,
0: I but I thought it was all just shtick. I no. didn't really actually like No, any. I have
1: pictures. I'll send them to you of I mean, him as a small child wearing a Speedo. I think, I think
0: I wore a Speedo when I was about four, maybe five.
1: No, he's like 10, 11.
0: And... and I've never seen an adult male wearing a speedo if they weren't didn't have a cap on with a number on the side and they're about to race right, on right. meters or
1: in Europe. Yeah, right. Or in well, Europe. come to my house, Drew. <laughs> he wears them all the well, time. I see. I saw
0: it on Instagram, and I thought yeah. that was for the comedic flair.
1: No, it's comfortable. He'll wear board I, shorts. I think when we leave today. this
0: interview, that thing going to haunt me.
1: <laughs> Is a vita. Yes,
0: I did not know that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well,
0: and it must get more and more glorious as he ages and drinks.
1: Well, it gets smaller (laughs) the speedo the little guy the speedo just gets little guy (laughs) and people are sending them these speedos with like the rebel flag and like one's got covered in hot dogs and oh my god uh, one's got an eagle right where the little guy lives this big eagle like and he loves them he thinks they're amazing
0: oh you need to do a whole series tell him to do an instagram series on his calendar calendar let's do a
1: calendar (laughs) speedo calendar
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> with composing uh, uh the dad let's get into some video with the dad here
2: yep this is the last one we have prepped from the episode and okay here we go
0: that was an attorney is he cool with your job now he is yeah. he just came out on stage with me
3: um the other day he's still practicing he's still practicing wow he he's always been cool with my job he hasn't figured it out he doesn't understand it he yeah. doesn't really get it yeah uh like even my story when i tell a story is like what <laughs> why does anyone think that's funny uh he's never seen me perform he's never seen me perform live never
0: seen me would it perform. be weird to have him there uh now it would who told us guys who told us about their dad coming out on stage with them and then he got hooked do you remember this
2: uh what, what was the question
0: who who told us about a dad that came out on stage with him during a comedy event i thought it was bert and brad he got williams. hooked and he then kept was it was it brad williams I, one, one, I thought it was Bert in my memory but I can't remember who it was but he said the dad came on he introduced him at one of his events yeah. and the dad like kept calling him for like three days like hey that was fun. Hey, I can see why you like doing this that was Al it was Al yeah Al did that he did
1: he did go yeah. I can see how you could really get into that that was really great yeah, right. yeah.
0: that to me was sort of a tell yeah <laughs> it starts to make sense to me now how Bert comes from that dad though because that's dad's alter ego right you No, know, I say you kind of you kind of, you, you can, kids can push against their parents. Right. There's also a theory that, that the sons end up fulfilling their dad's fantasies.
1: Well, here's an interesting piece of the puzzle. <laughs> Bert's mother was a very hardcore into musical theater, had a recording contract, and her dad said, you will not be doing that. You will oh, be a teacher or a nurse. Interesting. Because it's the 60s. So she became a teacher and married a lawyer. Got it. So really, he got it sort of from both. Al, Al Bert's dad, um, is is where Bert gets his anxiety. Al has a lot of anxiety. Yeah. Um, Gigi has no anxiety, <laughs> and I mean, like her whole family. The first family event, she is one of nine. She's the only girl of nine. Catholic, uh, Philly family, and the first event I went to, they were literally fighting over the musical instruments to sing and perform oh. so it's in the i think he got it from both sides
0: interesting yeah. interesting yeah, there's yeah. a lot of a lot of very i mean you could do you could learn a lot about human psychology and development studying, you sure studying could Kreischer. yes you could let's do a couple of uh, emails and uh oh this is a good one my name is steven i'm 23 i've been dealing with emetophobia what is that fear of vomiting since i was about what? 15 there isn't a day when I don't worry about the possibility of vomiting even though I feel completely fine it's gotten to the point where I avoid foods activities the fear has affected my relationships career overall it's okay so when something is truly a problem is when it affects relationships and, and functioning right? right so it's career fun, it's, this is a real serious thing any advice getting over this fear I'd really appreciate it you need something called exposure therapy I don't know how they do exposure therapy for emetophobia emotif- but this is this is in the spectrum of what Bert has this is an OC obsessive compulsive disorder kind oh of thing. really yeah, and uh, it's not that uncommon, but if it's starting to affect your functioning, you need to, say, somebody has, a, go check out the IOCDF.org, International Organization of Compulsive, wait, ICDF.org, International, compulsive, obsessive, IOC, uh, yeah, International <laughs> obsessive Compulsive Disorder Federation, dot, IOCDF.org, and uh, they have lots of resources there for this kind of thing.
2: You know, Christina actually says that she has emetophobia as well, Christina, what's a yeah. metaphobia? Am, am I saying it right?
0: Yeah, a Is Christina a voicemail?
2: Um, no, she doesn't have a voicemail. But I'll tell O-O- you. Oh, our Christina, Christina no, yeah, P? yeah, Christina P. And you know, with exposure therapy, I'll tell you, uh, showing her videos of people puking does not fix it. <laughs> it, it's, it
0: that sort of that's how to evoke it. <laughs> you, you don't you don't you don't just start screwing her up by grossing her out as much
1: <laughs> making so it worse not, however <laughs>
0: however i must i must say the impulse would be overwhelming to do exactly that <laughs> so i i how well, do you have that
1: me, fear when you have babies i they, know right they throw up all the time
0: I, I i'm gonna bet that we should you should ask her but i'm gonna bet that the baby vomit doesn't bother that's my bet interesting yeah. well
1: it does smell different than
0: it, it sort of has different human. everything to yeah. It. yeah yeah, it's not, not that sort of stomachy thing uh you have a voice message for us
1: Hi, Dr. Drew. I have been dating this really great guy. He's so sweet. He's so smart. He's wonderful. But he has this gross habit of he'll scratch himself and then put it in his mouth. Uh. Or he'll rub his eye and then his finger goes immediately into his mouth. Like, it's so quick that you're like, did that just happen? But it's really grossing me out. I don't know how to address it. One day he's going to pick his nose and put it in his mouth and I'm going to lose my shit. How can I bring it up to him without embarrassing him? Oh, is there a name for this?
0: I have an expert in dealing with difficult
1: partners. Maybe in <laughs> you know, pressure. My husband scratches himself and then smells it. Of
0: course he does. Of course. Uh, of
1: course and, he does. and I go, do you realize that you've just done that? Maybe you don't realize. Does he realize? no
0: he doesn't realize no he doesn't okay so we're gonna assume that maybe this guy is an old habit
1: something you do in private and then all of a sudden it bleeds into public because he's so self-focused he doesn't realize anybody else is in the room so
0: how do you deal with that with him
1: i just say do you realize that you just did this and he'll laugh at himself Go, no i didn't realize i just did that but he still does it
0: how about this lady what should she do
1: i don't know maybe i mean I don't know, maybe asking innocently, is this something that you realize that you're doing? And and if not, maybe you should think about I, that. I never I think it's
0: it's within reason. It's never really a problem to go, you have a habit I've noticed that really bothers me. Oh. And I'm sorry, but it really, it's hard for me to, And I, and I think you could correct it. And uh, and and I want you to and and even take it next. Like, so sort of I want you to be a better person. I mean, it'll bother other people too. So maybe you didn't know. I am wondering if you use always use wonder. Wonder. I wonder if you notice that you do this. Right. And go and then sort of if it doesn't go anywhere, you have to you have to really bring the hammer down and go. I can't be around this. I'm not sure I can stay around you at all if this right, continues. Right. Right. You have to really be ready to do that. But bringing it up should be no problem. I wonder. I wonder if you ever noticed that you have this habit. Yeah. And it might. You might be able to might be improved. Might, might bother other people the way it drives me out of my mind. Yeah, right? Mm. I have a longtime friend. This is from uh, more guy friend than girlfriends. I have a longtime friend who I'm convinced regards me more as my mom. I have a longtime friend who I'm slightly convinced regards me as more than a friend despite her having a boyfriend and not saying so outright. She has only mentioned that she values the time we spend together and only wishes we could spend more time hanging out. Uh, we live a nine-hour drive apart i believe this to be the case because we talk and joke about things i don't really think friends would talk about due to the nature of the topics they are very personal and private she also said that she finds herself getting along better and tends to hang out more with guys than with girls was this a guy david yeah i was wondering about your thoughts on the behavior i thought it was peculiar that she gravitates towards casually spending time with her guy friends as opposed to her girlfriends we'll comment on that first that's not unusual some women just some men get along more with women, some women get along better with men. they just yeah. more comfortable, that's all. Yeah, you, I agree. I
1: had no girlfriends until yeah. I was in my 30s. Yeah, which
0: makes sense. You had your dad that was a reasonable yeah. relationship and your yeah. mom was made you know, cat in a hot tin roof.
1: That's right, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: As far as I know, her home life and upbringing is similar to most traditional households. Her father does travel a lot. She also casually refers to her father as daddy. Eh, you said daddy. I say did. daddy
1: all yeah. the time. So yeah. take
0: that as you will, although I'm inclined to think it's more playful, blah, 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 not Oedipus, blah, blah, blah. Um, so uh, I would argue that there are plenty of people, david that uh particularly women maintain a bullpen
1: oh interesting and
0: it's at a certain age it's more prominent than at other ages uh men do this too, but I've noticed women do a lot of it, and uh it's usually when they're kind of not happy in the relationship, they're trying to get their current boyfriend to comply even if you're in the bullpen it doesn't mean you're next for boyfriend you're just next pitcher you may be just the closer <laughs> you may not be you may not be playing the next game um
1: you may be even a, a roadmap to what she's trying to show her current boyfriend nah, what, no
0: it doesn't it's because because the boyfriend never knows about these guys
1: oh okay yeah these I missed just, that
0: this is a bullpen and got it and the, those long talks and stuff that's that's her calling calling the calling up the coaches in the pitching in the pitching war and the warm-up thing it has your arm it Has your arm, right. your arm okay those long emotional talks yeah your arm's good all right <laughs> you may get up to the mound <laughs> one of these days i'm not sure you know your contract's coming up but uh, just you know, just keep your arm warm that's that's what that is
1: how funny that's what that is
0: what uh, i'm at a phobia my name is theo i'm a long-time mommy and i've been working very uh very physical job for a good amount of months now i love it but i've noticed that while wearing my work boots sweating and working i have a toenail to being grown uh, my doctor was supposed to fix it, but it has come back again. Are there any tips or tricks? Oh, boy, uh, should I go back to my doctor and have him try it out again? Uh, thank you for the language uh, and the mommy fandom. Uh, these are really difficult. What they have to do with them ultimately, they, if you keep they keep getting infected like that, is uh, a dermatologist or a podiatrist or somebody who does this commonly. They mm. cut the nail in half and they tear it out,
1: ah.
0: or they tear the whole nail off sometimes. Ah. Um, they numb it all up so you don't really feel it, but it does hurt a bit the next day. But you have to, you have to do something definitive. And sometimes they come back even then. It, really? Uh, you have to, they may have some advice. Maybe go to a podiatrist and get some advice on shoes also so they can get something that's not helping add to the, the ingrown toenail situation. Voice message.
2: What's up, Dr. Drew? What's up? My name is Joey Danger. I have a hard time with these rehabs, these Malibu rehabs, these I see all these fancy rehabs all over the country that nobody I know, I'm an average guy, could afford. What is the benefit of something like that as opposed to a traditional no frills, I got no money yeah. kind of 30 day rehab? And if there's not, how could somebody like me get into something yeah. fancy like that?
0: what do you say is it Joey is that his name
1: danger Johnny Danger
0: Johnny Danger Johnny Johnny, you were one of my favorite callers it's not a sort of typical Dr. Drew after dark podcast but uh, that is a fantastic question and here's what you need to know no frills usually is better treatment you add all that cost and all that you gratify people and have them in a beautiful environment and give them stone massages and stuff that is not what people need in early recovery they need just the basics they need a room they need medical management they need psychological care and they need meetings and you don't have to pay for that there are free services out there they're called 12 step meetings you can go find them all day long and just raise your hands tell people you need help they will help you they will sit on you they will take you in i i'm telling you all the the way we've turned this this treatment process into these luxury experiences is anathema to what the patient needs now if somebody insists upon it, whatever, but it's not like you're missing out. If, when people want to get well from alcoholism and addiction, they'll do whatever they have to do. That, that's when I know somebody's ready to get well. They just, they just go, tell me what to do and I will do it. People get well immediately as soon as they start following direction. So as soon as you're ready to run the, the white flag up, I guarantee you there are lots of help right where you are. Start with a 12-step meeting. Go online. Have them pick you up. Go to the meeting. Raise your hand. Say, I need help. I don't know where to start. They will help you. It's that easy
1: it really is about a decision i think i mean i wasn't i I don't think i was an alcoholic but i i remember the moment when i said i'm done with this this isn't working well i've studied
0: i've studied those moments a lot yeah and um they're they're often very much the same usually it's you develop some sort of new relationship Mm -hmm. some sort of new person in your life or some sort of something where you're able to see yourself with a new pair of glasses. Mm. Like you're looking at yourself through somebody else's perspective and it's Mm -hmm. not the usual people in your life. Right. And all of a sudden one day you see yourself with clarity Mm -hmm. and you get disgusted.
1: That's exactly what happened to me. Yeah. I got disgusted. And yeah. when you
0: feel that disgust, you change. Yeah. Disgust will change you. Because you can't so tolerate it. I can't tell you how many people have been, have said they were like literally walking by a mirror and went, oh my God, that's disgust. Oh, that's me. I'm disgusted. This yeah. is, This has got to change. And they change it. Right. Now, if you have a disease, you can't do it on your own. You got to ask for help. Right. If you're someone who's just a, a substance use disorder, that's not addictive. Right. You stop. Right. You do You do other things. You get treatment, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. That's. I didn't expect we were going to have that conversation. No. that's interesting.
2: <laughs> so, that is interesting. Um,
0: I feel like we should talk more about Bird. Uh, do we have any, any more videos on Bird? We know more. I'm having so much fun watching those, his videos. Those are all
2: the videos we oh, have on, uh, on Bird. Prepped for this episode, oh, so far. but don't worry, we'll have way more prepped for uh, for the reunion episode with Leanne and Bird at the same time. <laughs> oh, everybody,
0: watch out for that because now that I've that got, should
2: be interesting,
1: I'm, right?
0: <laughs> I've got ammo. We're going to play your videos. We're going to play his videos.
1: Oh yeah.
0: So, so well, well, I. But let's let's. Let's finish up a little bit with the fact, uh, well, I'm sure we'll get into something other than just this, but you know that Bert is a truly human being and yeah. his humanness is all over, it's just splattered all over the place. Yeah, And he's a lovable person yeah. and he's a sensitive person mm-hmm. and he cares deeply about lots of things. He does. Yeah,
1: He's pr- probably the smartest person I've ever ever known. He is really, really intelligent. And I think sometimes people may miss that with the shirt off and the beer in the hand. And he's really smart. He's way smarter than I am.
0: He's sharp too. He's sharp. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't
1: miss a thing. He's really um, an excellent businessman, really smart businessman. He's a great dad. We dad from such different, we uh, parent from such different perspectives that I think I'm really impressed at how he parents sometimes. Oh, he's not go, good go he's not good at holding some boundaries he, like which one like bedtime yeah. or fucking let's have pizza again <laughs> you know that he's not good at that but he's good at like maybe really, baby-
0: that's some of his guilt for being away so much
1: it could be i mean i this is something that we talk about a lot i'm always the bad cop because he doesn't want to be the bad cop but do, that's do, not fair to yeah. me because I don't want to always be the bad cop. Our kids are going to grow up and go, Mom sucks. Yeah. I call myself Captain wah <laughs> I'm the one <laughs> and, that. and
0: yet this, is, this role never seems to be... Uh, you never seem to step out of it because
1: he always puts you in it. He puts me in it, yes, because he doesn't want to be in it. It mm. makes him really uncomfortable to be in it. But from time to time, he will step in it. And when he does, he's really good at it. Like, we had our kids... <laughs> fake an injury at a theme park so they could get a front of the line pass Oh my god! and when we found out about it we were like absolutely not oh. this is not okay and bert's perspective was so impressive it was something i had never thought of he was like you know you guys are white privilege as a white girl you walk in that office and they believe you mm-hmm. if you were not a white girl they wouldn't believe you and mm-hmm. you can't abuse that Not to mention the lack of ethics in it in general. But you have to be aware of who you are in society. And I was like, whoa, that's amazing. I never thought of it from Mm -hmm. that perspective. So he parents like that sometimes in some deep kind of broader spectrum, I don't really see. Um, He's an incredibly loyal friend. He would do anything for the people he cares about. And even some people he doesn't really know well. He'd give his shirt off his back to a stranger. He's a really great guy.
0: So we've learned that Bert is smart and he's ethical and he's somatically preoccupied and he needs to call me when he has all (laughs) these crazy medical symptomatology
1: that would make me so happy i I, (laughs) I
0: feel like it's my obligation to you two to save your marriage i feel like that's (laughs) the one thing that i could do that really might make a difference for you
1: it would make a difference for him because i literally go oh honey that's so terrible Um, whatever well eventually
0: eventually he and i will have a conversation about his anxiety disorder and ocd and stuff and that's okay. Yeah. So, And maybe he'll put a stop to some of this.
1: It's part of what makes him a great comic, too.
0: Anything else we should know about you or him or your relationship?
1: Do you we- know, I, we got a really good compliment not to compliment us, but um, people do scratch their head at our relationship a lot. I'm pre- I don't look like I'm, I should be with him, you know? I think people think he should be with a tall, blonde, breasty, you know, and I just look like the girl next door, you know, and I'm cool with that, but people scratch their head a lot. And one of my friends said to another friend, I overheard her saying, they are the most real couple I know. Oh, that's nice. And I thought, that's the compliment you want to hear. Um, we are very much a married couple, you know. It's, you. you
0: know, I, I, w- I don't, uh, I, I agree that you guys don't, you don't imagine you two together, but it's not about appearances, it's about you're so nice. <laughs> you're, you know, well, at least that you come across as so nice. That maybe you're able to hold the line with I him. I am pretty nice. Yeah. I am nice. That it, it feels like you're just going to get bowled over by the tornado. Well. And so that's the part that for me, I was like, uh-oh. Oh.
1: How's that work? Uh,
0: how's that work? And is um, she going to survive this?
1: <laughs> well, I am also very fiery.
0: Okay. And I also so know I myself probably, very well. I probably well. Just don't see that part. So, no. Yeah. And there's and no that, need, you know. Well, and you may have learned to hide that because of your mom and all that stuff.
1: I do hide things pretty well, and, yeah. and I'm also really, really honest in in the safe relationships. You know, you can't walk up to someone and go, terrible yeah. sweater well, because, you know, that you. you just met. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I can say that to Bert. Don't wear that sweater. It looks terrible. Well, on that's you. your and southern
0: stuff, too. It is yeah. the
1: southern part, but I am the most myself with Bert that i've ever been with any other person oh that's nice so that's how i knew i was in the right place even with the q-tips on the door jam and okay. the, you know you're also going to get shit. me the
0: instagram of the q-tips yes you know? gonna, i will i will <laughs> I, i'm going to leave it at that if you think that's a nice place to stop that okay. you're able to be you and no no the q-tip i'm not talking about the q-tips i'm talking about her leanne being able to be her authentic self uh, around bert and um And I think we have a sense of who you are now, too. So thank you for sharing. And uh, we'll see them both back for a follow-up reunion show. Oh, boy. Yeah, it'll be good. (laughs) Lots of video for that. But until then, I'll see you next time. All conversations and information exchanged during participation of the Dr. Drew After Dark podcast or interaction on the Dr. website is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. Do not confuse this with treatment or physician medical advice or direction per se. You must always follow your medical professional's advice and direction. on these podcasts or posted on this site supplements or supersedes the relationship and direction of your medical caretakers. Please understand I am not playing the role of physician in this environment per se. I'm educating. I am a licensed physician with specialty boards in American Board of Internal Medicine and American Board of Addiction Medicine.